This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. And this week, we are joined by Ken Erickson, Senior Vice President at IHS Market, to discuss supply and demand trends as we head into planting season. All right, Ken, a lot of expectations for this 2021 crop, a lot of speculation about what acres will be. Still time to make some adjustments. What should farmers be considering, you think? It's certainly a lot to be considered this year. Obviously, with what's um, gone on around the world, we've drawn down supplies, and that certainly uh, brought in a, a position of much usage of grains and soybeans. And for farmers, that means the U.S. has been in a situation of running out of soybeans. We're drawing down our corn. And now the idea that you need to have yet bigger crops, and we're going to see that with our thought process here at IHS Market of uh, record corn plus soybean planting area, uh, you know, that's just going to be needing to make every bit of the acreage that's going to be planted work this next year. We're going to be at about 184 million acres. And so the farmers making that decision, you know, whether you go from a rotation but then now you're looking at what's that economics for you. It's looking at what do we see coming down the road here, whether we presume normal, but we know that there's been some very extreme cold we're coming out of. We're kind of hopefully see, we've seen a lot of snow melt. And now we're getting into uh, the consideration of planting and, and you've got some dates, uh, certainly around uh, different uh, insurance programs or different uh, things that need to be considered here. But to start getting into the fields and start planting is uh, what do we think we're going to really be most short of as we look uh, at harvest time next year? But then the following on from that as we draw down those supplies and we think about what's going on in South America, what's going on in the Black Sea, in the wheat market, we've seen what's taking place in Europe with a very strong program here recently on exports and then the whole big picture around commodities it, there's been a, a great run on commodity pricing in general and and certainly on the veg oils palm oil uh, soybean oil has been doing a lot of work driving some of these markets here lately and and so it's been very important for the farmers to be looking at all these factors here but at the same time they're considering their input costs what are the opportunities there uh, at these kind of prices here inputs are not as an, as much of a burden more of the burdens probably on how much can we put on <laughs> and and have the profitability around that so mike there's a lot of opportunities here for farmers as they they come into this planting season Let's look on the demand side and let's focus on soybeans. And we usually talk about China, of course. What are the demand trends that you're seeing now? Yeah, very, very strong still on the demand side. And, and China reference is very important. Uh, we think about our soybean crop that we uh, harvest. And, and this year we've resumed uh, a big export program. And, and China will be the key destination, not surprising. Uh, we're, we're, in fact, if you take corn, soybeans, wheat, and all of our grains together, we're going to have a record U.S. export program for all those commodities. No one's going to notice because we've, we've really had a very uh, a good program this year to move commodities. The, the transportation, logistics have held up really, really well. But what we've got in, in China, we're seeing uh, rebounding from the African swine fever they had uh, just a few years ago, the last couple of years. And that's been very important for them, as you've seen uh, more of the, pardon me for saying this, but hog hotels being built. And, and you're seeing vertically integrated operations where they're bringing over the grandparent stock. They're putting up these uh, big facilities. Biosecurity is the operative word in this. And then now they're becoming more involved in the whole process 
process from uh, the, the birth to the the slaughter to the packaging to the retail. You're starting to cut out the, the cold chain, and so that demand gets to be very important here. And what we've seen for soybeans, the crushing uh, margins in China are very strong. You're seeing the daily crush rates holding in there really well, and then you're seeing the amount of corn that's being demanded very strong in that regard. But that's not just China. We're seeing some strong demand elsewhere throughout Southeast Asia, South Asia as well, that uh, demand is still very strong. And here in the U.S., we come back here and, and other places when renewables, as we think about going forward here in a market that is buying into a lot of the carbon sequestration, but also on uh, uh, having different biofuels in the mix going forward here. The next couple of years on biofuels are going to be very important when we think about not only for gasoline, but for diesel and other markets to open up. We can see this whole thing around the uh, uh, oils in particular, the, uh, the the palm oils to the soybean oils to the yellow greases and the tallows get to be very important on pricing and how those substitution effects come into place are going to start driving some of these markets more and more as we, we go forward here, Mike. Yeah, let's let's look at that. How those trends that you just outlined, how do you see those influencing prices moving forward? Yeah, prices are going to be very well supported here because we're going to get through here in nominal ending stocks of old crop soybeans. Uh, we're about 106 million bushels. USDA is a bit stronger because they've put penciled in more imports. We keep looking at the import picture for soybeans into the United States in, in, into the summer months. And right now, the penciling of that to come into the United States is just not there yet. We could see a, a few cargoes but not at some of the levels that we see yet from USDA. And I think that the, the, the fear is that we, we need to show very low stocks so it may trigger that or to trigger um, um, demand to slow down, at least at the crush plants. And there's going to be a slowdown. There's going to have to be that it's going to take place as we go forward here. But the, the end, at the end of the day, South America is now getting into their export program finally. Uh, they were very much delayed due to weather and late plantings and and now starting to move, but they're going to draw down their record supply that they're going to have uh, that's coming. They got some problems and maybe in Argentina yet. Uh, and we're going to see that there's going to still be the strong signal for plantings here in the U.S., but also for next year until we start getting some more surplus supplies in the world. But the demand is doing a great job to keep that down. So these prices, we think, are going to still stay at their contract highs as we go forward or, or at least well elevated, not highs uh, on the contracts, but elevated on their prices as they go forward here. Now, Ken, you'll be part of a roundtable discussion on pre-plant decisions coming up on March 18th. Tell us more about what you'll be covering in that. Yeah, that's going to be a great program with CHS and their team. Uh, we're going to be talking a bit about the policy that's going to be taking place and, and talking about uh, the different crops, especially the corns, soybeans, wheat dynamics, and what we're seeing develop at that time. And when that program comes out, we'll have our next tranche and looking at uh, plantings for this uh, spring ahead uh, of USDA's planting intentions at the end of March. And so I'll be spoke focusing a lot on, on the big picture plantings and what we see at that point, but also then drill down on the soybean side specifically and then have some discussion on the corn with uh, uh, Joe Lardy uh, from CHS and we'll work through that. So be spending a lot of time looking at uh, the supply uh, for U.S. and globally on soybeans and then the demand, what we see developing from that, what that means for consumers and, and how that means, what it means at the end of the day for the farmer to be have that supplier available for the market as we get go forward here. That's Ken Erickson, Senior Vice President at IHS Market. Thanks for joining us around the table. To hear more from Ken and CHS experts, join Around the Table Live, the final look before spring planting 
on March 18th at noon Central Time. Learn more and register at cooperativeownership.com.